Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. The second captain's world service. It is not war and death and famine, it's not that at all. It's the opposite of that, it's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sport's important. When will we all finally wake up, open our eyes, smell the coffee and admit that the Nations League is now the greatest competition in international football. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's a question you've got to at least start grappling with. Hey, Murph. Hey, Owen, how's it going? It's the unpredictability of the matches, the wildness, the way there's something riding on nearly every game with relegation and promotion. Even a match with nothing on it can produce the hilarity of England's three-all draw with Germany. And it was Are we going to see anything so. as dramatic in Qatar? Oh, that was a funny, very, very funny match. And if England fans are put through the ringer on Monday night, we know how they felt come Tuesday. In fact, even before the Armenia match, Ken was... A little rattled. It is only a game. And it's a game that we have got it in our locker to lose if things uh, <laughs> things go badly. Uh, but I think we're going to do it, Owen. <laughs> You're feeling for the guy, Murph. I can see you. You're positively feeling for yeah. him. Yeah. I think we're going yeah. to do it. Just, do these players not know how many reputations are on the line here? <laughs> Maybe a last minute reminder. You know, win one for the Gipper. Win one for Ken Early there, will you? It's very important these players... <laughs> You know, give me something to work with here. So, <laughs> so I, I loved your creative accounting in the Irish Times tomorrow creative or accounting. yesterday, and I'll, I look forward to tomorrow what? as well. Oh, well, 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 well. you were at West of Shannon, and you were checking out the Irish Times. I was, I was very yeah. good. And so, what happened? Listen, I, so there were a lot of very interesting statistics in there. Yeah, okay, yeah, there really were. I was, I was, my eyes were wide with wonder reading them yesterday. So. Oh, yeah, okay. This, this is, is this yeah. is nice, isn't it? Hmm. I was just trying to. Uh, I was just. Have you ever heard of something called perspective? <laughs> <laughs> just trying to put things in something. Ah, another yes, thing football context. Fans, renowned wor- worldwide for their perspective. Well, that was pre-match. Ken then went along to see what was going to go down at the Aviva, and he was so shaken by events that come Wednesday's football pod, his brain seemed to have just melted altogether. This is his answer to my first question on the show. So, you know, music starts. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Murph. Welcome, Ken. Welcome, our World Service members. It's fairly straightforward. It's, it's, you would have thought <laughs> it's an easy part of the show to be tuned into. Yes. And, uh, you know, not that my f- first question was even that much of a, a brain rattler. It was something along the lines of, wow, Ken, what did you think of that last night? Yeah, it was... Uh Sorry, I I, uh, I lost concentration there. I could almost be playing for Ken. You're you're as distracted as you were when the first goal, the first Armenian goal, yeah, went yeah. in last night. I read your I read your <laughs> your piece. You were you, you had a rare 
You had a rare lapse in concentration yourself there last night as Armenia got back into the game. Yeah, I mean, rare. <laughs> no, he finally got caught. He finally got caught on the internet when something important happened. I have respect for, for footballers who have to concentrate. It's a difficult thing. Not every player can do it. You know, there's there's a lot of players who can't I mean, usually do the, it. Usually in the first 30 seconds of a match, as in the first 30 seconds yeah, of a when, podcast. Like, you know, when the, when the whistle sounds for the first time <laughs> in the game, players are usually pretty tuned in at that, at that moment. I'm going to do that. I was just, I was just re-watching this, second, this uh, first Armenian goal. Just... Uh, well, rewatching, you didn't see it the first time, so <laughs> I just it, it took him a while to zero mm. in on Wednesday. This is what it does to you following Stephen Kenny's magical mystery roller coaster ride through the greatest international football competition on earth. It is a brain melter. There's no doubt about it. Uh, <sighs> no point in in expecting. Even when we thought we were going to get a regulation two nil home win against Armenia, well, that's just <laughs> not how we do things over here. That's not that's not our style. Oh, oh yeah, I mean you can't you can't knock it. We're we're nothing. We're we're nothing if not boring. Now, that's the exact opposite of what I mean. We're not boring. Why don't, sometimes just keep the sentence simple, Murph. That's what I say. Mm. The top-class football coverage is what you've come to expect on second captains, but World Service members were also treated this week with a rare foray into the world of chess. All it took was for Magnus Carlsen, the greatest player of all time, to publicly accuse his young rival Hans Neiman of cheating. It should be said without a shred of evidence whatsoever. <laughs> we spoke to Jonathan Tisdale, chess grandmaster... Three, I believe the first chess grandmaster we've had in the show. I mean, we tried to get Kasparov on many years mm, ago, but that uh, didn't go well. Uh, no, there's a there's a lot there's a long story involving a rather large fee being asked for and <laughs> a large comfortable chair. Listen, it's a story we've told on the World Service. You'd have to sign up to hear it. Anyway, we spoke to Jonathan Tizel, chess grandmaster, three-time Norwegian champ, and former teammate of Carlsen. So, in general, it tends to be easy to build up a uh, an analytical case against weaker players because they need a lot of information. Basically, they need to cheat every move or enough <laughs> to it so that you can actually see that how their play diverges from how they should play. Mm. But once you get near the top, it gets very tricky indeed. So right. it's, it's easy to be suspicious. It's easy to have grounds for suspicion because, I mean, these guys know what's normal uh, at their level. So they can, they can feel when something's off. But again, it's just a feeling. It's... it's it's very, very hard. So, I mean, the general thing with lower level cheating, which can, of course, go quite high, is that there's some sort of transmission. Either you're getting information from a player, you know, some sort of assistant, or some people have been wired up, apparently. And, well, I mean, I don't want to get into the whole anal beads thing, but people have apparently been received. I think it's verified that some guy was getting Morse code in an armpit, and there's great suspicion that people have had pulses sent to a shoe, this kind of thing. So hang on, you wouldn't entirely rule out as a general theory, the fact that somebody, the idea that somebody could potentially cheat using anal beads, because I must say I was dismissive of it myself early on. As an analogy, it certainly works because people have been getting pulses to, you know, parts of their body, as far as I know. (laughs) Jeez, I mean, actually, you know, nobody's actually taken that serious thing off to actually ask. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I went there, Murph. You did, you did. Against all my better instincts. Everyone was shocked, including your guests, but you went there anyway, and so. Well, my, see, my guess, that, that anal beads theory was put forward on the internet, retweeted by Elon Musk, just, just so people don't think I <laughs> made it up myself. <laughs> and I was gonna, I was, I was gonna leave it out. It's all a bit. It was all a bit clickbaity when it first got mm. retweeted, and Elon Musk's story got, 
you know, God, tweeted around the place. But look, I just, I just knew our listeners would demand I asked the tough questions. And, mm. uh, that's, that's, that's the that's service you're here there. to provide on. Mm. Chess, not a sport you'd be expecting to deliver such box office material. NFL debates involving Stephen A. Smith, on the other hand, yeah, that's a little more box office potential. But in this one that went viral this week, Stephen A. had to take a backseat to the new superstar. I say new superstar of American sports broadcasting. Murph. He's he's really come into his own in recent times, I believe. Michael Irvin, ex-Dallas Cowboys wide, re- wide receiver, talking about his old team. And poor, Stephen A. is not even in this Smith in this clip. <laughs> Stephen A. is not even in this clip, I don't think. He's just sitting there, smiling, shaking his head at the big dog in town, Michael Irvin. On that defensive line is something finger licking good special. That's what I'm talking about. All five they just be coming rushing and just getting it a quarterback. It's finger licking good special, and we can get somewhere with that. I'm gonna tell you this too. I have been hurting because I have been having to tell the truth about how great Philadelphia looks, and they do look great. And I said there is no chance. But with that finger licking. Pass rush, we do got a chance. We'll get a chance to get to Philly because we got that finger-looking pass rush that is so good, and a pass rush can stop everything. Now, we should talk about C.D. Lamb. Did you know the number eight stands for new beginning? That's why That's why 88 is so special. God knows I needed so many new beginnings, and 88s can take a new beginning. The Bible talks about men like this. They call them mighty men of valor. You might mess up, but you would do everything you have to do to make your mess up right. And that's what C.D. Lamb did last night. He did everything he needed to do to make his mess up right. Yes, I dropped the big pass, but I came back and I had a C.D. Lamb drive. You want to talk about a playmaker? That's a playmaker. He made the plays. And then the one-handed stab for the grab of the touchdown on the go-ahead. Did we even hear Stephen A in that? I don't think so. No, 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 no. He knew when to keep his big mouth shut. Finger licking good. Your pot, your your podcasting is finger licking good. A lot ah, of days, thanks. I, I gotta say, thanks, all. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, it, it's just it's just not my style for me to go and shout it from the rooftop, a la Michael Irvin. <laughs> you know, I, I I just revel in a job well done. I don't need to <laughs> shout it from the rooftops. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's a beautiful summer's day. The breeze is stupendous. 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 
Would this podcast be even more stupendous without ads? Without ads? Ads. If so, then join us for daily commercial-free shows at secondcaptains.com for just five euro a month. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not bumping them up. I'm not Irish. I'm just saying my observations, they are amazing. Stupendous. One of my favourite slots that grew out of the pandemic on the World Service was the Murphy Mal Movie Club. And I shouldn't talk about that in the past tense because it's still very much alive and kicking. There was a special edition recently with Ron Shelton, director of Bull Durham, White Men Can't Jump, some other sports, Tin, great sports movies that I'm forgetting. Tin Cup. <laughs> so basically most of the sports movies that you've heard of seem to have been directed by Ron Shelton, who gave a lot of his time and much of his considerable brain to this conversation with Mal and Murph. I know it's Murph and Mal, but I've switched it up there. So he was a professional baseball, baseball player himself before he started making movies. Got as far as the minor leagues, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, roughly the level the at which uh, the action in Bull Durham takes place. Yeah, so essentially his career as a sports person greatly informed his movie making, as he explains. Well, when you play it for a living or you do it, uh, you have a different view of the game. You know, and I try to make movies, sports movies, from the athlete's point of view, not from the fan's point of view. That's the big thing. Whether it's golf or baseball or street basketball or whatever, all of which games I played. And uh, because the athlete sees something different than the fans. <laughs> the athlete, you know, and I try to put my cameras where the athletes, uh, where the TV cameras can't go. Because I can't compete with 20 TV cameras, but they can't compete with my one camera because I can go home with a guy and the girl to their apartment. I can get on the bus. I can go in the shower. I can hear what they're thinking. Um, so I, I wanted to show it how it is from my point of view. Keep, keep in mind that um, most athletes are afraid of getting released because they've had a bad week or two. Um, they're worried about their love life. They're worried about injury. They're trying to beat out the guy ahead of them. They're, they're trying to make sure the guy behind them doesn't beat them out. That's what, why you live in terror, and it's also a joyful experience because you're so alive. Um, but the, you're not seeing the same thing the fan is seeing. And did you see parallels there, Ron, uh, between athletes and actors? Those, those vulnerabilities, that fear of it not working out, but also that, that sense of living, like that sense of being, you know, where, where you want to be. Yes, and the clock is ticking on both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's the big comparison, and I talk about that in the book with the actresses who came in to audition for for the Annie Savoy part. That they identified with her because she's at a point of her life where she has to stop <laughs> hanging out with boys, to be honest, and she's kind of invented this life that was great, but everybody knows it can't last, and. So the clock is ticking on her. The clock is ticking on Crash Davis. The clock is ticking on all the actors coming into audition. The clock's ticking on me. So, yeah, without saying it overtly, that's what's going on. Uh, meeting Kevin Costner for the first time, uh, he insisted on you watching him swing the bat, even though you'd already said the part was his if he wanted it. So he obviously could play, otherwise he wouldn't have suggested it. What would you have done or what have you done when, when you've come across actors who clearly can't do the sports part of it or, you know, are really, really struggling with the sports part of it? Uh, they don't get the job. I mean, that's the truth. Uh, I mean, ever since that movie, I have the athletic tryout before the auditions. So, I mean, if White Man Can't Jump, we just invite everybody to the gym and threw out a ball. 
and I could quickly eliminate 99% of it. <laughs> and uh, uh, golf is tricky because it's a, it's a very hard, in some ways it's the hardest sport to do, even though it's the most repetitive because how many people have convincing golf swings? I mean, and even there's a handful of players who are superstars who have golf swings that are odd. And if an actor did it, he'd be criticized. <laughs> I'd be criticized. You know, if somebody, if an actor swung like Jim Furyk, I'd, I'd be told, you know, <laughs> no I chance. didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially the older guys. Now all the golfers have these pure swings, but... Uh, Freddie Couples has a funny swing, and he's a Hall of Famer. Um, Lee Trevino, nobody would believe. He's probably the purest ball striker ever. Murphy, I listened to your entire show with Ron Shelton, mm-hmm. and my biggest takeaway was, what a dude Ron Shelton is. Yes. I know this is a bit of a bit of a cliched, hackneyed Irish way of viewing things, but I wouldn't mind sitting and having a, having a pint with Ron <laughs> Shelton, picking his brains about sports and movies. I, I think he could ride away a couple of very... Enjoyable. Yeah, hours. he's a gentleman, a uh, great guy, and he has released a book uh, called "The Church of Baseball" about the making. Give it, of Bull- give it the plug. Give it the plug, about yeah. the making of Bull Durham, and it's really, really good. We'll be talking about it uh, again, as we're saying to Mal. We keep him busy. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, that book in the uh, sports book review of the year show hey, in December. Hang on, fuck it, I'll steady on. What's well, only two months? That's a collaborative yeah. process. That's myself, yourself. Sinead O'Carroll and Mal make these decisions about what goes in there. Those are, those are hit me up in September. Tell me what's going to be in that slot. Editorializing. I've already got a 50%. I've already got a quorum, uh, Owen. <sighs> Oof, we'll see. Might sneak in there. You can sign up to the Second Captain's World Service on secondcaptains.com for only a five or a month plus. Look at all the great stuff you're missing. Come on, have a think about it. Why not? You'll also hear all the podcasts ad-free if you become a member. And remember, Second Captain, say it with me, Murph, Second Captain's is part of the, of the A-Cast, A-Cast Creator, Creator Network. Network.